are listening to the Block Street Bros Podcast. Hello. This is the voice of a crypto god. I know what you're thinking. Why is Morgan Freeman on Block Street Bros Podcast? Well, I got some news for you. I am not actually Morgan Freeman. I am Crypto God from Cryptocurrency Mastermind. But I sound just like Morgan Freeman. Let's get the legal mumbo-jumbo out of the way. The information presented in Block Street Bros Podcast is provided solely for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes. It is not intended to be and does not constitute legal financial investment trading or any other kind of advice. I encourage you to do your own research on all topics mentioned. Do not forget to like and subscribe to this channel. Thank you for your time. Morgan Freeman, signing out. Now, let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Blockchain Bros podcast, where we talk about blockchain technology and covering a wide range of topics from our personal experiences to fundamental views of the market. My name is Edward Ornelas, and with us today is Ryan Donaghy, uh, Kamal, and our very own Dim Sun, uh, members of the Cryptocurrency Mastermind. I appreciate, appreciate you taking the time uh, today. Hope you have an amazing discussion. And uh, yeah, let's just get right into it, okay? Let's talk about stellar suffering and inflation bug. Uh, April Fools on Bitcoin, price rally mark the end of the bear market, and uh, a few other topics. So let's talk about price action. I feel like that's like the most important thing. I feel like uh, you know, like everything's been going on right now. It's so super volatile. Um, I want to hear each and one of your thoughts on like what's going on with the market in terms of price action. Starting with the let's start with Ryan. So. It's definitely exciting times, right? We're starting to see some uh, bullish signs coming around. T- crypto Twitter, all the YouTube guys are instantly bullish and we're 100% going to 20K, right? Um, but I feel like I haven't made a decision. I, I posted uh, in the Discord that I'm doing some research to really like make a determination whether I'm bullish or, or not, but um i feel like we do have a little bit more upside potentially um but i think uh we're all kind of in agreement that we gotta come down around the 3k range or so at least um before we make some higher highs but i'm i'm definitely thinking that the market is starting to turn at this Mm -hmm. point how about you? Uh, yeah. Oh, come on. Well, it feels like 2017, man. Honestly, I've, I've been running into a lot of people that are super excited about the market. And um, uh-huh. the, in, in the past, uh, when I got into the market uh, in 2017, early on, um, uh-huh. the whole wave of um, new uh, investors that were, it was just pretty much word of mouth um, everywhere. And um, it feels exactly um there was not a single day i went around um that i didn't hear a word of bitcoin talked about bitcoin conversations um so now as soon as we make this 20 percent jump um it makes the headline news um everywhere and um now every single one of them um want to talk about bitcoins um as i i work a lot and um so we as a merchant um like we accept it as a, a bitcoin as a form of payment and um so once they see a bitcoin they'll start talking oh yeah i heard about it now it's back to the same um phase where we're a beginning cycle i guess um I, I would say a lot of the is catching everyone's intention so this is really good honestly but um as an early wave um as a market cycle is beginning now um so and then is catching a lot of people's attentions and then uh, th- that could be a healthy way i mean uh, obviously everyone should take their own um, financial advice on like figure out and do your own research but um to me i mean i if i i don't know if it's, this is going to mark the end of the bear market right now so 
Wait, I'm just gonna cut you off a little bit right there. Uh, was it cutting out for everybody else, or was it just me? Yeah, he's uh, been cutting out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, come on. I think your internet might be a little off, man. Cutting out a little oh, bit. Everything we're talking. My internet is really off, probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to cut you off just in case it was just me, but uh. Okay, uh, it's recording, I guess. So I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, uh, what about you, Drew? I'm sorry, <clears throat> Dimson. <laughs> um, <laughs> bullish sentiment, I guess we call it. Uh, just like everyone else. Um, maybe hopefully this summer is kind of when things start picking up, right? Uh, but yeah, I I think the bearish stuff is slowly fading away mm-hmm. um so yeah i i'm kind of with the other people on the internet that yeah we'll probably see something more bullish towards uh this summer uh for price action so you're saying that this is the start of the bull run i, I cannot confirm or deny those allegations but... <laughs> no all right so basically it's it's confirmed at this point if if dim sun says it's, it's the bull market <laughs> we're in the bull market okay there's no That's denying it. that uh, or we're in an absolute bull market now, like just because he said so. Like that's that's just there, there, guys. All right, it's, it's, it up. it's on the yeah. blockchain. We recorded it. You're done. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's that's that was it. Let Anyways, me, uh, walk. Me... You know, appreciate you guys walk, uh, hopping on to the podcast. You know, we had a wonderful discussion. Um, but yeah, I'll see you guys after the end of the bull market. So uh, <laughs> latest. Let me inject my 200 BTC right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean there's definitely a lot of uh you know it's, it's just like what's that saying you know everybody has opinions right you know everybody has like a different viewpoints um some people are more swayed emotionally some people are you know are i don't know more stubborn i, I don't know how to explain it like there's just like well, there's a lot of differences and a lot of different emotions um Personally, though, I, I feel like my personal views haven't changed. I mean, from 3,100 to, to now to anything, you know, I feel like we are, I, I personally do believe we did hit a, hit a bottom even even before. Um, just based on a logarithmic scale like that I, I did mention, like, I feel like, you know, it's it's to like even according to, because according to uh, the, the logarithmic scale that Bitcoin has been following for the past 10 years, it's actually doing it very, very uh, subsequently and almost very predictable. In fact, the guy that actually made it, the, the guy who made the equation and, and calculated everything, he says that he could actually accurately predict Bitcoin for like the next 10 years. Oh, it's, it's price action just because it's how um, how accurate it's been following this this model for so, so long. Uh, and because it's based on blockchain technology within a set algorithm, algorithmic scale, that it's, it's, it's different from like, say, traditional markets or so. And so... Um, with that being said, I mean, there's a lot of speculation around that because that's like, uh, you know, is that, is that so true? Is, is it not? Um, we'll see, you know, I think within the next 10 years, if like, you know, if he <laughs> predicts it perfectly, um, then at that point I'd be pretty convinced to say that, okay, yeah, this, this works. Absolutely. Um, but according to his like logarithmic scale, he says at the next top, we won't, we won't hit another, like a bear market until like another uh, 10 years. But then he also says that we won't like um, hit like the next like top to like another six years or so. Uh, I don't know how to, how he calculated it exactly, but it's it's just based on that trend, just because the markets extend over time. And so he says that well, whatever we're seeing right now is still part of that extended bear market. You know that we're we're only going to see a lot more sideways momentum for so long. Um, and so I'm, I guess I'm keeping like a, a neutral bias here as much as I can. Um, I don't want to fall into the temptation of saying that this is the start of the bull run. Uh, but at the same time, like, I, I, I don't know if, you know, we're necessarily going to make lower lows quite yet. And so, um, I think the best, I don't know, personally, I think the best output to, to or I guess the best outlook to look at this is, you know, to just remain neutral and play it on a day-to-day basis, you know, price action, the way things are working out and, um, and just hope for the best, I yeah. guess, um. I mean, because even if I think if we trade sideways for a long time, I think this would mark bullish momentum for like a lot of altcoins. I think you know, I think over time, it, like just the same way we saw like back when Bitcoin was at six thousand, look how many alts still popped off. You know, during that time period, there's plenty of them. I mean, you know, there's a lot of definitely a lot of scalps, a lot of like trades to be made during during those times. So it's not necessarily just 
bad all around but like maybe someone that's potentially just holding just hoping hoping you know could it could be some you know it could be a frustrating frustrating situation you know for, for that individual you'll be holding um, forever <laughs> <laughs> just huddle <laughs> only if your will is that strong uh what i've seen is people have been uh, selling their um oh. i guess their icos right over the counter just because they can't hold anymore right <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of that going on like hey i'll, I'll sell oh, this boy. to you for like so and so but then i, I confuse like I, I get confused like what's the point of that though if you can just buy it on exchanges for cheaper or something i don't know well it hasn't released yet that's the another problem and then uh, you oh. probably have to rely on escrows and stuff but it's such a tough situation i mean that's just not worthy of a risk that i would take pretty much i mean Escrow could be made up by a friend or a friend's friend. I mean, hell, I mean, I'll make one. Might as well, right? It's that easy. It's it's only like code. And, it hey, why, why are we making this podcast? We should be making an ICO, man. Like, uh, no. <laughs> come on, we turn it work. off. We're making an ICO right now. <laughs> come on, I need you to. I need you to write the white paper right now. <laughs> Right now, oh, no, it's okay. I'll get someone on Fiverr, Fiverr to do it. Oh, here we go, man. Those guys are cheap, dude. Um, they need to up their prices a little bit. Uh, I don't know, man. I've seen like, I mean, not. I'm not going to say that like Fiverr isn't like a go-to spot because I do go to it for a lot of reasons. Um. Oh, but yeah. But I mean, I feel like at the same, I get it. At the same time, like I'm paying. I I know what I'm paying for. You know, like I'm paying for what I'm getting. Like it, I think I think it's worth the price. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, there's definitely though some people on there that that do charge a little bit higher and they do a better job. You know, they'll charge like hundred, two hundred dollars for whatever job you're trying to to look for. But yeah, you, I know what you're talking about. Like those five dollar ones. It's like it's, it's almost like you know, it's like you got the dollar store. You know, it's the same concept. It's like wow, you know, so I mean. How many candies to pick from? Jeez. All right, let's go on to our next topic here. So, um, Missouri. What is that? Missouri? It's not Missouri, is it? No, it's Missouri. Research developed discovered that Stellar suffered an inflation bug in 2017 that created over 2 billion XLM and they quietly patched it up with an equivalent token burned. Really? Well, <laughs> nobody probably cares. It was a bull run. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So they created extra tokens. Did they sell those tokens? Good question. Probably not. Mm don't know it's crypto Any, anything know. goes all right i think they're giving, they're giving them away on coinbase <laughs> <laughs> it's a little airdrop here you get a you get some xlm oh my god well according to this they're actually burning them though so i guess like they're quietly just burning them like oh yeah we're gonna have a, a burning see that's funny though you know we always talk about how crypto is this like um you, you know this just this finite amount you know uh but at the same time it's like who's keeping track of this like just to say that you know developer can't just go around like you know how to you know change up the algorithms like hey you know just it'll have a little bit of babies you know it'll develop some more <laughs> it's like okay. did you guys see the uh bitcoin and friends did you see uh that video on youtube the one the cartoon no I did watch the little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny when he like throws up all the little <laughs> bitcoins. Uh, I wish I could throw up little bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. That would be kind of nice, yes. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a love-hate kind of deal. Like, oh, I got to throw up, but, you know, <laughs> it's for the good of mankind. Yeah, Japan? I'm excited to see that. Japan is putting in place stricter rules for cryptocurrency margin trading next year. Firstly, there, there will be a cap on cryptocurrency margin trading in line with the Forex trading at two to four times the initial deposit. Margin trading means using borrowed funds from a broker exchange to trade in assets. 
Secondly, all cryptocurrency exchanges in the country that offer margin trading will be mandated to register with the country government within 18 months of the date. The rule comes into effect uh, April 2020, according to the report. Wow, they're they're really starting to hammer these uh, margin trading exchanges. Yeah, everywhere actually. I hope they don't do that in America. You know. <laughs> well, to be honest, I think they already have. They just they're just outright banned. Yeah. But I mean, like, let's be real, like. You know, we're probably like the largest base, you know, in the entire world. <laughs> uh, yeah, today, actually, um, my BitMEX account, I logged in for the first time in, like, months. And, uh, yeah, just, like, your account's going to be shut down in seven days. Oh, because you oh, logged in? Without a yeah, just because I logged in. It's like, oh, okay. Oh. And I, I forgot to use my VPN. Oh, oh. dude. I, I think um somebody also in our Discord, um who was it? Cooper, I think? Twenty. Mm -hmm. I, I think he did the same exact thing, but they let you withdraw whatever you can, I guess. Yeah, I, I had nothing on there, so I had nothing on there. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really use uh, BitMEX anymore. So it wasn't like, I wasn't like, ah, oh, like, this is the end of it. Like, no, it's like, ah, oh, it's whatever. It's, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I use BitMAX now, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's BitMAX. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's counterpart, you know, like, it's little, like, it's like forgotten, like, Lockdown Brother, you know, that nobody talks about. You do like, the paper I, trading on me, huh? The paper trading, right? No, it's it's real. It's a it's real, <laughs> it's real money. No, see okay. the difference between Bitmax and Bitmax is that on Bitmax you can trade with the USDT on margin. Oh, damn. so you can trade with alts on margin. So I can like 10x like Ethereum, but then when I sell it, it'll be on USDT as opposed to uh, you know the Bitcoin. Is that, so I'm, is that so I can hedge. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. I make a lot of. Uh, I mean, uh, I've been pretty successfully trading on there, so pretty good. That's what I'm saying. Like, you guys should check it out. It's a really good exchange. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, well, I'll drop down my little affiliate link, and uh, yeah, you guys can go check it out. So. <laughs> no, talking about affiliate links, I've seen this exchange that's been popping up like like left and right, and nobody's talking about it. And I don't mean that in a positive way. I mean like kind of negative. Um, so it's, um, I don't mean to put anybody like, in, you know, under, you know, throw them under a rock or anything, but like it's, it's this exchange called Bybit. Have you guys heard of it? I have. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. And from like a front facing standpoint, it's, it doesn't seem too bad. It's like, oh, it's just another, you know, margin trading exchange with derivative contracts. But then you actually look at its, uh, referral system and its referral system is like this. It's like, you get 30%. From the first person but then after that if that person refers anybody else afterwards you get 10 percent and then if those people under them refer somebody then you get like one percent they just keep going on and on and on damn yeah so if you're like the first one to refer somebody you'd be like a billionaire yeah you're basically rich as hell yeah <laughs> And like it surprises me because like nobody's talking about it. Like like this is a Ponzi scheme, bro. <laughs> so, I guess the difference is though, since it's just like a payout based on like uh like just just deposits. So I guess it's not too bad. It isn't like BitConnect where it's like promise, you know, guaranteed daily returns. It's more just like from every deposit you get a certain certain you know you get a referral off of it. But it's it's still kind of set up you know, pyramid scheme, like, and so I've been very curious, like, why are people like, so attracted to this? Like, I feel like Darabit's better, you know, like, there's so many other ones that are kind of better than this. Until I checked out its referral system, then that's when I found out, like, okay, there's, there's a little bit of a, uh, some, I don't know what's the word, you know, like, Set up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, there's Set up going on. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Is that really how it works, though? Is, is it off of deposits? Or is it off of the fees? I think it's also fees. Yeah, I could be wrong. I, I say deposits, but I, that, that'd be totally wrong because because like, if it's deposits, then it's super like Ponzi. But if it's right, like yeah, fees, so no, it's off the fees. Yeah, sense. but like for every trade, I guess you get a certain you know yeah. So that's not too bad, but it's still yeah, yeah, exactly. Scary. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like it's not like it's not no like big connect. You know where like it'll fall apart necessarily, but it's definitely like still on some like pyramid scheme type deal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like because like they talk highly of the exchange, but then it's like there's no real like anything to back it up, but it's like legit, you know. Um, 
I don't know. I just feel like, like I said, like I feel like there's better exchanges out there. But for that, just for that, solely for that referral link, though, they're definitely going to promote it more. Oh, absolutely. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that out there. So I see why like a lot of these regulations are coming to place because like I feel like eventually, you know, if there, there isn't some kind of regulation, it could get out of hand. But at the same time, it's like, no, you know, like I love this. I love it too much. Like stay away, you know. Like, it kind of reminds me of the um, uh, the referrals that Binance once had when they opened. Really? Like, is that is that how they were set up? Yeah. Well, not not like this, but uh, basically the the percentage was at very high, and then when I guess people kind of caught on, they well, uh, still kind of is. Yeah, uh, they reduced the uh, I guess the amount that you're given, right? But uh, yeah, referrals were really good back then on Binance when it first opened. Yeah, no, I heard somebody. I was talking to somebody um like last week, and they yeah. said. One of their friends yeah. earned over 182 bitcoins just off yeah. referrals. Referrals, yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's like, what the oh, hell? I'm in the wrong business, dude. <laughs> Should be in the referral business. <laughs> yeah, like, I need a referral link. <laughs> Affiliate marketing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, finance. Like, that's, I, it's funny because I did see this guy, he's like promoting his course, and it's like, how to buy Bitcoin. And it was like Coinbase, and it's like, how to sell Bitcoin. And the course itself was like 20 bucks, but then it was just filled with like referrals left and right. I'm like, this is on some like Ty Lopez type deal here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at first I was hating on him, but I'm like, I can't, you know. He's smart. Yeah, like He's this is, this is a <laughs> I hate Coinbase, but uh, I, I guess I can't knock the hustle. I don't know. Coinbase is laughing. Yeah, no. I, I Have you guys seen the, the new listing EOS recently yep. Uh, yep. listed on Coinbase Pro? But have you been seeing like, the effects that Coinbase has been having lately? It's less and less, right? Yeah, it's non-existent. I, yeah. uh, it was posted yesterday. Someone I remember had, I got a notification. It was like EOS getting listed. And I, I checked out the price. Spiked like 5% maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it was like nothing. Like, not even an hour later, it was back down to like, if not even lower to than where it really was. And so it just really kind of just puts it to attention that like how, I don't know, how, you know the fall from grace that you know Coinbase has taken, from as opposed to like during you know, during during its like hype train in 2017. Um, and I feel like I don't know. I just feel like they have nobody to blame but themselves. You know because like this, the it's fees yeah, it's What's evolving, that? right? Like if you if you think about all these exchanges and you know other places where you can deposit via your credit card, right? It's just more accessible now than before, right? So, oh yeah, you know, with Binance doing their own, you know, credit card, you know, system there, right? Mm -hmm. Straight to USDT, right from your credit card. It's it's like that's why, cool. Yeah, why do you need Coinbase anymore, right? Like with their yeah. huge ass fees, right? Where you get some, yeah, you go somewhere else, right? And that's just the nature of you. Just gave me an idea. Yeah, that's just the nature of, I guess, crypto or, you know, exchanges kind of growing, right? Because Coinbase really capitalized, you know, during, you know, the early the early times where it was hard yeah. to get, it was hard to get anywhere else because you don't know who to trust, right? Especially with credit card payments, right? And right. they were there because they had the really nice interface, it was simple and it was nice to look at, right? And it was easy, right, to grab cryptocurrency. And it was an now, app. That was unheard yep. of. Yep. In 2017, that was unheard of. Heard of, yeah. <laughs> I remember like how hard it was to find anything with an app back then. It was like, and if the like that's why I think Binance won over a lot of people to begin with, just because that they had that convenience, you know, that app. Yeah, it was the first of its kind. Um, and yeah, you know, that kind of brings up a good point. I remember like that was a difference to me. I think that back then to now, like I still remember like how hard it was just to make a tutorial on like how to buy altcoins. It was like, okay use like i'd refer people to gemini but then because like coinbase was so expensive but then they'd be like how do you set up gemini because you have to go through the setup and then it's like okay then you have to set up binance and they have to set up you know they have to transfer your bitcoin to that but then it's like how to use wallets what's a wallet you know you had to go through so much explanation you know left and right on just how to buy an altcoin that to the average person it was almost impossible if they, you know they didn't put the time in and so now i feel like you know we're seeing that shift in, in paradigm where you can just Make a Binance account, you know, plug in your money, boom, you can buy an altcoin. It's, it's that simple. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, 
I think we're definitely seeing a huge decline in Coinbase. And, you know, if they don't do anything about it, I guess, um, it'll probably end up, like, fading into obscurity. Like, I don't know, like, a lot of these other exchanges, really. Bloniax, uh, Bitrix, maybe. Facebook's probably going to buy them out. You know what? That that wouldn't surprise me, yeah. Can you imagine, though, like, the integ- integration that that's Facebook would have with, like, Coinbase? I think, I think we're going to see that, honestly. Gemini, I mean, it's already there, but I, I don't see him partnering up with them at all. But oh no, no, no! The, oh, the, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, did you did you do that on purpose? Did you say that on purpose? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, you know. Uh, yeah. No, they're gonna partner up. Yeah, they they already went through one file, you know, lawsuit before, so I don't. <laughs> that that was back then, man. <laughs> this is a new story. So. Yeah, like, hey, you stole our Facebook idea, but it's it's totally cool, man. We're past that now. Like, you yeah, partner up. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> no, uh, Gemma will go with with Twitter. Twitter. Snapchat. <laughs> Can you imagine a Snapchat integrate? You know how they have like the snap, like the snap cash. Oh, they do snap alts or something. I don't know. Like send send some Ethereum to your buddy or he just with the click of a button. Oh, like absolutely. you know, because they already have the addresses. You know, like people like you know how like they they can uh take a photo and take their address. Same concept. It's already there. Like their integration would be like flawless. So mm. Apple has a card now. So the cash card, you can actually order a cash card now. Oh yeah. That, 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 uh, that would be huge news. Yeah. When no numbers, right? Or expiring on the card itself. I, I think it's just a prepaid card because people can send you money. Um, like you text somebody money, but it's not from your. I, I think it takes it out of your card, but it's actually sending them um, into their Apple yeah. card, which is like Apple Cash, I guess. Um, yep. Yep. And then now people wanting to use it as a swipe. Um, so they came up with um, a card, a physical card that you can actually order and that money will be on there. I heard it's really nice. It's like made of metal and everything. Titanium, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> I just got turned on. <laughs> I'm a little wet. Apple, <laughs> Apple, Apple standards. It's either aluminum, aluminum or titanium. Uh, Jesus. I got to order me one now just to have that. It works. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but, like, like, can you hold Bitcoin, though? No. Then I don't want to hear it, dude. Like, what are you talking <laughs> Get out of here with that, okay? Well, you could get... Wait, are you guys talking about the Cash app? card no the uh the apple, apple, apple 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 card so the cash app you could order like a, a debit card too which is pretty cool really yeah and i know i know cash does accept bitcoin right they do bitcoin transactions <laughs> yeah and you can yeah. uh, you can buy and sell on the cash app i think yeah. it's i think that's the easiest way to buy bitcoin, bitcoin to invest. yeah yeah I think so too. I mean, think about it. I have Cash App. I never, I never think about like buying Bitcoin with it, but I have it. Yeah. Like I just, it's there. But you know, I know for a lot of people though that like daily, you know, use it. Um, for you know, especially college students, it's really popular among like college students, right? They send each other money all the time, like little bar tabs and stuff. But uh, I feel like they're able to to look at that and be like, yeah, look, I can buy Bitcoin. Like especially during like a bull market. Think about it. You know how you know how many people are going to look at that and be like, oh, I can buy Bitcoin right here, like. I'm going. I might as well just buy it. Yeah. Was that around in 2017? Oh no, that was not around. I think, no. so, right? I think it was low key. I guess. They, yeah, they it seems low key. That mo- I don't remember. Well, like, Jack Dorsey's really like stuck. The same up. thing. Yeah, it was low key. Later, people, I guess. Yeah, for setting up the tables. <laughs> yeah, students. Yeah, he was ladder. He said he was laddering in like ten thousand dollars a week. I think. Yeah, Jack Dorsey's really like stepping up his crypto game. He's smart he's like though. Hiring. Yeah, yeah. He he knows what's up. Even like, isn't he like also the CEO of Twitter? Right. Yeah. So he's okay. the CEO of Twitter first, and then he started Square. Square, which owns the uh, the Cash App. That's crazy. Square, yeah, they're really highly promoted. How wait, how rich is he? Oh my god. Yeah, he's a millionaire. Yeah, he, that's crazy. And he's buying Bitcoin. See, that's what's like just that's just what surprises me. It's like 
you're a billionaire, but you want to <laughs> buy Bitcoin? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It just it's a, I don't know. It's a weird phenomenon because most people buy Bitcoin to get rich, you know. But he's already rich, right? So why he just he's, he's a Bitcoin? real he's a real OG. He's in it for the the tech. Yeah. See, that's not a lot of people can say that, you know. I think Jack he was. I think he was a programmer. I think he was originally like computer science or something. Wait, you mean to tell me he was Satoshi Nakamoto? <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, that's the oh oh oh. oh, oh hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Wow, man? who is this? <laughs> King King EOS. Uh, <laughs> only went up five percent, bro. I know, hopefully, hopefully, you guys buy my bag so I can sell at thirty dollars. So you're not, you're not King EOS, no longer like Wabi. Uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah. three considers. It doesn't flow like with the tongue, you know. Like before, you know, like King Wabi. It's like King Wabi. It's like you can say that, but like King EOS. It's like I'm saying the alphabet now. <laughs> So what's up, guys? Um, what have you guys been talking about? Nothing. We got into uh, uh, what is it? I forgot what we got into. To be honest, I'm lost. Well, I, I, I can I can start off with this if you guys haven't talked about it. Um, with the KuCoin Multivac IEO, uh, I had sent like a few ETH to uh to someone to to get into uh multivac because he's in he's in denmark and literally he was the fourth person to contribute and kucoin said that it was sold out and it turns out that like over 90 percent of uh participants were using script hashes so it's like these bots that mm-hmm. that um work on command and within like half a second people already contributed and um yeah and kucoin shares went down by like 25 percent the moment the sale started these io ios are getting so competitive you guys seen those like videos in china where they have these like little kids on their lap yeah that was for um for bitrix and uh, like now kucoin has to do a second round uh, but the rule is they already did it. Like the rule was that the only people who can participate were the people who were going to contribute and, um, like they click purchase token. But after that, they said that the tokens had sold out and it was because the script hashes. So if you were like fourth or fifth or 10th or what have you, you were able to contribute since there was a cap and the maximum contribution was only like $3,000. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately, um, the person, like I told this person, uh, like, like, yo, you can uh, get in again if you want. And uh, I never received the response. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I just, that's quit crazy though. like, it kind of, yeah. kind of puts it to like, I don't know. Like it's, it's not a little sketchy though. Is that fair? Is that fair game? Fuck dude. And like KuCoin shares didn't hold up like Binance. Like KCS is literally 50% down um, from its first uh, sale of IEO. Unlike Binance that actually like. Well, you, you have to put into perspective. I mean, it's Binance. And yeah. And KuCoin's like a super, super low volume exchange. It's wannabe Binance. It's, yeah. it's like, it's like you know, like the shirt of like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, what's, what's that? Like those like, those like off brand, that one off brand company that's like super popular. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like Binance is frosted flakes and uh KuCoin is like Walmart frosted flakes. <laughs> no, like I feel like KuCoin's like, like Sears frosted flakes or something. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't even have frosted flakes. Yeah. So um, no, not, I'm not even gonna hit on Q coin though. <laughs> they, yeah. they did have some pretty like they had they have some some I uh some altcoins that 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 did smack you know. Yeah, dude. Like they, they I've, got, I've got I've got yeah. I've gotten lucky. Um, like before this crazy out season, 
uh, I was looking at the past uh, ICOs that I was like really hyped about. So one of them was Phantom, obviously, and like that dumped like hell. And uh, like when I saw it, mm -hmm. I'm like, shit, back in February. And then like the fucking bastard started going up, and I'm like, yo, Ed, <laughs> uh, what's up with what's up with Phantom? Gonna keep like you didn't, you didn't tell me until it pumped like a hundred percent though. <laughs> Would say what? You didn't tell me until it pumped like a hundred percent. It was too yeah. Bad. I was getting I was getting excited. I'm like hell yeah. People are buying up my bag. And oh, uh, so you bought you didn't wait. So you bought up a bag and you didn't tell the rest of the group. No. Hey, uh, come on, right now. Like, is, there, is that where you can like kick this guy out, dude? Because like, just, in fact, I'll kick him out of the Discord. Like I just <laughs> look, look. The only the only bags that I can show to you guys are the high cap coins. The low cap, one hundred percent speculative. No product, no main net. That has to be kept secret because then I'd be giving financial <laughs> advice. So unfortunately, unfortunately, the only thing that you guys know is the King Wabi uh, Project Moon Lambo with EOS and uh, Cardano. Yeah, what's that again? You you bought Cardano. Yeah, uh, like like when we had that first podcast, um, when I'm like, yo, I should go balls deep in Neo. It was like when Neo was like five bucks back in December. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember that. And uh, remember that. instead, yeah. like, instead like, prior, like prior to that, I'm like, yo, Cardano is like less than two freaking cents. It was like 0.19 cents. And EOS was like 159, 160-ish. It kept on fluctuating, so yeah, that that ended up being the two that I went balls deep on, and now with uh, MetaHash, like, and that's about it, and some small, small portion in in Phantom. What's that ADA at? I don't, I don't know. Cardano. Last time I checked, it was at like nine cents. Oh wow! Yeah, like, yeah, I sold the shit out of it though. Like I'm, I'm like back in, in tether, but I still have MetaHash though, because they're supposed to be launching on like three uh -huh. new exchanges, and um, they've been shilling uh, Binance a lot. So I'm kind of I'm gambling on that. Like I'm literally gambling. Look, Matt. If there's one thing I've learned about this market, everything is speculation, regardless yeah. of like how strong or whatever you know the fundamentals are like i don't i don't really believe in real fundamentals in this market i just believe in like hype trains you know like moments of like huge just like um you know just moments of huge just, like fomo where people just start to buy into it and it all it really takes is for you to find like a proper structure where like 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 the ones that you, in this case where you you know you bought into like the floor right you literally just bought into the floor like, all it takes is for like, yeah. a little bit just for it to like prop up like that and um you'll see EOS excited me uh, back when you first mentioned it around this time last year. Uh, oh, yeah, because I, well, I had gone to like an ICO event um, and like the, everybody, everybody there and like, well, several of them afterwards, like everybody I've talked to, like, you know, I was talking to them like, you know, what other, you know, like ICOs are you guys looking or I'm sorry, uh, you know, uh, coins are, are you guys interested in whatever? And there were everybody predominant was talking about uh, eos and like their their system how it's a lot better than that of ethereum's and i even mentioned like neo to them and they were like no that's too slow it's too too expensive this and that and yeah um and so just overwhelmingly like the fact that eos was just like in the forefront that's what like gave me a whole new perspective on it and it was like wow and it's like half a second to send like not even mm -hmm. and um then seeing like uh like the DApps, yeah, they're gambling and all that, but as long as it's like you can have an account on uh on uh the EOS platform and like interact with the DApps, like I think that's the first thing. And seeing uh like more like uh fundraising from uh Ether going into EOS, like little things like that and that um the venture group that they have with like one or two billion and they're working uh to be integrated with apple pay so that's good really uh, yeah like in on the telegram group lately people have been like it's this large it's speculation like you said okay. but uh dan larimer 
Uh, he's like one of the head devs at uh, Black One. And uh, he's been like indirectly confirming that uh, he's, he literally said there's going to be an open source code for uh, EOS.io on the Apple Apple wallet. And they're also gonna they're also working with Facebook, uh, so the Facebook crypto can be built on uh, EOS.io technology. Mm. And um, yeah, Wait, that's Facebook like, crypto. What are you talking about? Like the 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 Facebook uh, crypto that's been that's been like rumored and stuff. It's uh, supposedly gonna be Wait, built you're on. You're telling me Facebook, but decentralized. Of course Facebook not on the blockchain. Not. It's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be like uh, integration with EOS and Facebook. Like EOS is making a a social media platform called Mios that can be integrated with Facebook. Did you say and Mios, Mios, like M E O S, Mios. Yeah, <laughs> and like the way it's gonna work is um, you can export all your Facebook data and put it onto Mios since they're gonna be working hand in hand and. Uh, like you know how you can request and send payment through Facebook. Oh yeah, I know you. Yeah, yeah. like you, you're gonna be able to send it uh, instantly um, with a token from Facebook that's uh, built on EOS uh, .io, Block One, whatever you want to call it. And um, yeah, that's uh, pretty supposedly. crazy. Wow, a lot of development with like EOS. Yeah, it's gonna be like it's gonna be uh, a forefronter in the the crypto space. I think you know you know when people always talk about like like you always gotta find the ones that are going to like long live like past like any like down market. I feel like definitely like EOS has shown like so much support in that. Um, I mean, just look at Wanchain, right? Wanchain, boom, collaboration with EOS. Like now you're talking. Yeah, that that's that's a little fight, Wanchain, dude. Because EOS has that multi billion dollar war chest with uh with fiat for for dev purposes you know yeah i, I feel like they, that's the thing though they do put like developers on the forefront and yeah properly though properly so um so yeah it's interesting stuff though good stuff on uh, yeah it, so it's, i think for the announcement in june it's either going to be the, the like the official facebook and uh apple pay integration um but also this is like slightly very iffy but um like an sto type type of exchange like an exchange primarily for stos built on on uh eos since you you have like like um very respected investors that have put into eos like um that dude from paypal peter thiel mm-hmm. and uh, he he brought in uh some some uh i'm saying uh, a lot <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry. Uh, from Facebook, like early investors from Facebook. Gotcha. So I think I think with that, um, yeah, I, I'm bullish on EOS. This despite mm-hmm. despite the um, faults that it had when. Well, the you, you heard it here first. Put all your yes. savings, <laughs> your 401ks, mortgages on EOS right now. Absolutely, financial advice. Yes, uh, and I put this. And if you're going to sue anybody, sue King King EOS over here. So uh, don't put it on me now, <laughs> dude. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Your your video with with uh, Ethereum putting 2K in, and then like three months later, it was 60. I'm like, yo, that's gonna be me with EOS, man. 2021. I'm telling oh you. <laughs> All right, let's get into the next uh, topic of discussion. 21-year-old entrepreneur trying to sell his failed ICO on eBay. Uh, The bear market has not been easy on the crypto markets, especially people who jumped on the ICO bandwagon a bit too late or looking for a way out. Enter Ivan Komar. I'm probably saying that wrong, but the 20-year-old owner of a startup called (laughs) Sponsy, who is trying to sell his project on eBay for $60,000. After failing the gain to gain the interest of the public in its tokens, the owner of the startup that ended up canceling its ICO was trying to sell the company on eBay for $60,000. It is described as a blockchain project that is fully prepared to launch both an an ICO and STO. Um, But what does it do? Okay, that's 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 what I'm trying to find out. Doesn't say that. 
uh, Sponsy. What kind of name is that? No wonder why I didn't pick up. Sorry, Jungle man. Sponsy. Yeah, probably. He probably was like, you know what? What's something that people <laughs> love? Ponzi schemes. So yeah, I'm gonna name Sponsy. Like gambling dApps on Tron. Which, uh, it doesn't sorry, say anything. Like, what does it do? Uh, there was a person. Oh, someone bid bid on it for ten bucks. That's pretty cool. That's that's probably that's honestly probably its real value though. Yeah, might be a little on the overbought side though. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot to it that I'm not trying to read right now. Yeah, but the that's, indicators that's are popping off, man. A lot of bearishness. Honestly, that's not even a bad, you know, bad gig, you know, considering that, you know, ICOs probably like don't cost next to nothing to make. Yeah. You can flip it for like $60,000. Like, hey, that's easy. On the next bull run, I'm going to make it a mission for every single one of you guys to make an ICO. I'll make an out, dude. I'll make like, an say, ICO. Like, you know, like I'll drawing an art project or something. Like, it'll be the same concept. Like, just, just make an ICO. Dude, it'll be um last stage of king wabi's lambo well yeah, it's called, lambo honestly it's called lambos like king wabi's lambo or something you know like people will buy it like someone king, this king ICO, lambo. i remember this ico like and it was like the, like the avengers cast you know oh my goodness and it sold out like it completely sold out. like you know like if that yeah. could sell out there was a beer oh, coin. put it all to monero every the, the crowd sale is going to be in monero Perfect. I like it. What were you saying, that Ryan? There was a Trump coin. There was a beer coin. There was yeah. a fuck coin. <laughs> there was. <laughs> there was everything. We could definitely pull it off. No, no, and, and like we don't even have to be scams about. It. We're not gonna like lie to them. Like, oh, this token supposed to like change, you know, the world, whatever. Podcast coin. It would just be a joke. Yeah, it could just be a joke. Yeah, no, like absolutely, just make it a joke, and like people will still buy into it. We don't oh, have man. to scam them. We can just tell, flat out just tell them in their face, like, "We're we're going to take your money." But it's funny, <laughs> bro. Like, it's funny. like you know, and they'll be like, ah, "Okay," like you know, and like. Yeah, and, that's most ICOs, man. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying though. But like, we're different, you know. We're we're transparent, <laughs> like blockchain. <laughs> We're here to take your money. <laughs> all funds in Monero, man. Oh, man. That's Crypto malware targeting my Ether wallet users. Oh, really? I didn't even notice. Uh, the extension of the Chrome browser with the name no, no Coin gained 230 downloads before Google deleted it. Hackers had purposely disguised the extension to look like a tool protecting users from cryptocurrency malware. Were sold called crypto jacking. Behind the facade, however, it became apparent that the extension requests the inputs of private keys <laughs> from popular wallet interfaces like my Ether wallet and blockchain.com. Private keys are sent to hackers, and who can, like, okay, like, who would fall for that though, you know? It's like the moment it says, enter your private keys. I mean, it's for protection though, you know? Like, you know. I'd be like, I'm good, my brother. Like, I'm good. Like, like people still send uh, ETH to Elon Musk and other fake celebrity Twitter accounts. Send me point to ETH and I'll send you 20. That's so funny. Does that even work? It's got to work, I mean, for the fact that it, like, you know. Damn, you should tell around. me, bro. I sent you to ETH. Where's my 25,000 ETH, bro? What is it that exchange? Remember, what it was it promised you like three thousand percent returns? <laughs> BitConnect or USI Tech, the other uh, Canadian one. We yeah, talked about this podcast. Uh, yeah, the Canadian one. <laughs> I think the only Ponzi websites that I knew of was USI Tech and BitConnect. No, there was a few. There was like Devore Coin. There was like Acorn Coin. Like there was so many of them. <laughs> That's crazy, man! Like, like. That was such. That was such like a. That was the move in the bull run. No, dude. that was the move. Okay. That Yo, business, my dude. Referral. <laughs> I should have yeah. referral system. <laughs> Man. Yo, and um, one thing I wanted to to bring out was, 
it's crazy seeing how like even though out season is slowly like coming to an end like we've had we've been in like a big uptrend for alts in the past four months and absolutely there were there were coins that um obviously icos that absolutely hit like minus 90 percent from ico but are well above ico price and one of them uh i actually like was looking at right before the token sale was completed and it was it's called ergo and uh oh, yeah it, yeah no there's a few people that showed that i remember seeing it around yo and like look at look at raven have you seen that have you seen oh raven? My, i wanted yeah, to I kill myself when i saw that bastard like you know what's the funny thing i could have bought into it <laughs> i knew this guy that showed that he's like hey bye raven and i'm like that's no and then of course that'll be like 500 and you know of course i'm kicking myself in you know, yo like even last year there was an airdrop and dim had gotten into it it's called hydro and in one month wait last, where did dim go uh, he left he said he had to go yeah <laughs> like last year like this time last year it's happened to me it's happened to me twice already like this spring and last spring um with hydro it was an airdrop and i didn't sign up for it and within a month after the after people sold off the airdrop it did like a near 10x in three weeks look at uh look at ont ont was an airdrop yeah that that one that one as well but and it still did a 15x after it sold yeah. off changes Crazy. But I like this year, uh, Ergo went from like a 1.4 million market cap, and now it's at like 20 million, 16 million around there, like sub 20 million. So, like 10x, 20x. Yo, that's insane. And even Bitmax token, like Bitmax came out like out of nowhere, man. Have you seen Bitmax token? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Now, yeah, not BitMEX, BitMAX. Yeah, okay, that's another one that I completely missed, okay? This dude was like, hey, I'm buying BitMEX. And I'm like, uh, and then like ended up 10Xing. I was like, wow. Yeah, I went from I two cents it. to like 30 cents, dude. Yeah. I tried shorting it too, but I, I missed that hype too. Crazy. Man. Um, yeah, even going and, back. And, and, and then you, you have to mention also that on BitMEX, you can leverage it too, like up to 10X. So if, <laughs> so if you yeah, want to leverage that on a 10X, and then it did a 10x dude you're, you just made ten thousand percent return that's insane man it, it's yeah. kind of like like uh neem uh in 2017 pulled off like over a thousand x man in like eight months yeah that's why when i i hear people talk about like crypto where like crypto is dead and it's like no i don't know it's, it's not a, it's, it's a, crazy it's a, when anytime there's a transaction between two individuals there's a market yeah. and anytime there's a market, there's money to be made, you know? So yeah. That's, that's something that's, that's something I'll always say. Cause even like during the midst of a bear market, like if you can play it, you know, if you can play it right, you can still make way more money than like say trading stocks, you know? Cause yeah. in the stock market, like, you're lucky to get like, I know people that aim in the stock market to get 1% a week. That's insane. Like that's, a, that's what they aim for, you know, one to 2%. That's uh, of course there's people that can get more than that if you know if you're like highly qualified but i know i know the people that try to get more than that usually they're involved in like penny stocks and i've traded penny stocks they're no different than altcoins dude like they're pretty much the same thing uh very little volume super volatile always in the downtrend kind of type deal in fact i'd argue that altcoins probably have better you know like i don't know risk to reward ratio than, than penny stocks yeah um so yeah. it's just like i don't know i i I don't know. I can't turn my back on this market. It's like there's just so much. I, I definitely can't. I had a I had a terrible experience at a bank today trying to trying to uh, open up an account. Um, with what? With, uh, with TD Bank, and when I go in there, they make me wait for an hour. Obviously. Wait, why did you go in person? You can't. can't say you what? What happened? Can't you do it online? I didn't even think about that. To be honest, because <laughs> yeah, I live like right next to a TD bank, and uh, oh um, my god, yeah, I know, I know. Like it was the worst decision I've ever made, <laughs> ever. Like TD's not bad. I, I use I use their TD Ameritrade. Dude, let's just say, like, let's just say, 
I told I told the bank teller like, and this is why Bitcoin will put you guys out of business. Like, this is absolutely <laughs> terrible. Like, I'm here to give you my money, and I'm like waving the cash on his face. I'm like, I'm here to give you my money, and you're treating me like shit, man. Like, like I'm just okay, gonna okay. Walk so. Here, here's where I'm going to kind of like step away from that a little bit. I do believe in blockchain. I do believe in these this decentralized world, but I don't think banks are ever going to leave. Reason I say this is because there's so many factors involved. One, there's you got to note why people would choose banks over, say, commodities to begin with. Why, right? if if that was the case, you know, a lot of people would be doing, you know, they'd just be putting their money in gold. If that was, you know, if that was the the at the, the end case. But a lot of reason why people choose, like, say, banks over something like that is because one, banks offer insurance. Banks offer security. Banks offer, I don't know, that communication or whatever, you know, when something bad happens. Um, and on top of that, you know, the dollar in theory is a, you know, it's a stable asset. And like just for those reasons alone, that's why I don't think that banks will necessarily go away. But I do think that I think that the, the current like model that banks operate on will change, though. I think that's what blockchain will do. It'll, it'll mold the, the model to more of a this, you know, decentralized world where um you know transactions are faster everything's done more you know um because like like this this per, this bank teller like the first thing he's he says is so what are you going to use the account for are you going to use it for any suspicious activity like you should have been like yes i'm going to buy dude money. dude like that's the first <laughs> thing i say is like i introduce myself and i'm like you just want to open up a checking account um i give him all the information and um, I give him a, a mailing address and like my home address is on my identification. And uh, when he pulls up the mailing address, uh, he just flips out on me. He's like, oh, why do you, why do you have this as the mailing address? Um, are, are you trying to hide something? You're trying to do something uh, suspicious with our bank? And That's it was terrible, dude. The most funny. unprofessional experience I've ever had. Like it sounds outrageous and very extra, but this guy literally like stood up and caused the scene. And you know, I just got up, grabbed my ID, and I told him, bro, and I just walked yeah, away. And see, and that's what I'm talking about. Stuff like that, I think, is going to change. I feel like people dude. like like the more the more we start to you know see our like. I feel like a freedom taken away. You know, you take it, take a look at a, you know, just take a look at the terms and agreement services, you know, from like a lot of these companies, you know, it's, like Facebook, awful, Google, man. it's bad. Yeah. You know, they, they invade into your privacy. Like, and I feel like, like, I feel like banks kind of are in the same kind of paradigm. And I feel like if eventually, like, I feel like uh, crypto will probably end up taking over that and, and utilizing that to their benefit to try to, you know, obscure that information and bring privacy yeah. back to individuals. Um, and I think companies are going to look at that and be like, okay, you know, it's going to change. Yeah, so, you know, if, they, if they want to get with it, they will, they'll have to change. If not, yeah. I feel like they're going to end up losing, you know, just like same, same way we saw a retail with like the internet, right. Or same concept. Yeah. Like I don't need to give <laughs> Vitalik Buterin, um, a proof of residence with mm -hmm. a light bill or an, a lease agreement to have a freaking ETH wallet when he's just a dev. You know, I don't need, Tone Vase talked about this and he gave an example with um, with like a gym token. Like you don't have to like give any place of establishment where you want to do your business, where you live, proof that you live there, um, how long you've been living there. Like you're being investigated for some shit like, he just described the token as something that when you check into the gym, that it's you, but like a personal ID, like you don't need to give them your telephone number, none of that. And if they want to contact you to send it to your address, you know, in my right. opinion, I kind of take a mailing address as a public key and uh, where you live as your private key. Like a bank doesn't need to know where, where the fuck I live. You know, like I, I told them that like, where I live is what's on my ID and here's my mailing address. And that one thing just sim off, man. And um, yeah, and it was like closing time, but like, I'm like, dude, I'm here to give you my money. I'm here to give you my money. And like, I'm supposed to trust you like that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely, we're definitely going to see a huge change in that. I think uh, with a lot of, 
banks and stuff. Assuming, you just, I feel like depending on the general population, depending on how they view cryptocurrency and like what's their stance on it. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's that'll probably be within the next decade. I think that we're gonna see a huge shift in that. So yeah, definitely um, not. We're probably, gonna, we're probably gonna wrap it up here. It's been like an hour. So um, anyways, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast with us today. Uh, was Ryan Donaghy and a little bit. Uh, who joined us a little bit later was Luis, aka King EOS or King Wabu, whatever he wants to go by now, <laughs> and uh, Kamal as well. We had a dim sun here earlier. He did end up leaving a little bit, um, leaving a little earlier. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast, um, and I hope you guys uh, stay tuned for the next one. So, we'll see. With that being said, I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.